0: I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are going over the harmony groups of the Enneagram, but first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is that the two meetings that I had today got canceled, and that really opened me up. really excited about it I feel like I have like kind of a a free day my thorn is that the neighbors dogs are barking so you might hear that and my bud is I am just looking forward to afternoon coffee I feel like this is my bud a lot but it's just often the thing that I use as my marker for reward in the day and today that's the thing I'm really excited I impulse purchased some brown sugar creamer. Um, I'm really obsessed with the Chobani creamers that you can get at the store. I normally get sweet cream over the holidays. I got really into the peppermint mocha as you might remember. (laughs) And then now it's the brown sugar. I'm all about it. I'm pumped. Can't wait. okay. So what are the harmony groups in the Enneagram? As we've discussed in previous episodes, the Enneagram is broken down into a lot of groupings of three, right? There's three centers, head, heart, and gut, three Hornivian groups, and and what we're discussing today are the harmony groups, which are not to be confused with the harmonica groups, which we will discuss at a later date. But if you are ready, I did a series on Instagram um, at Sarah Jane Case on the harmonic groups already, so you can go check that out there. But today, we're discussing the harmony groups. These are the three ways that people in the Enneagram system interact with the world around them. So there are three types, the idealists, the pragmatists and the relationalists. So before we get into this, I wanna say the thing that I love about these groupings of three is that it can show us why we relate to so many other types, right? Sometimes as a seven, I'm like, wow, I have a lot in common with fours Even though, you know, I don't have fours a wing, fours aren't on, you know, I I don't go to four in stress or in rest, but we're in the same harmony group. So the harmony groups, again, are the idealists, the pragmatists, and the relationalists. So types one, four, and seven are the idealist types. Types three, six, and nine are the pragmatists. And types two, five, and eight are the the relationists. So idealists, They hold a belief that things could be perfected, that the world could be perfect or ideal in some way. They have an idea of how the world should be, and may find themselves frustrated when it doesn't line up with their vision. Essentially, the world doesn't live up to their expectations, whether that's expectations of morality for the one, depth for the four, or freedom from suffering for the seven. The work of our idealists is to accept the inherent messiness of life. The flaws that are inevitable in people, places, and things. I did a post recently for type 4s where I said that every job sucks. This is honestly the advice I give to the idealist types about everything. Every relationship sucks. Every job sucks. Every trip that you will take sucks. Because the work of the idealist is allowing things to be flawed and loving them still. Believing that they are good even in their imperfection. That includes yourself, my friends. I think that's important to remember for our idealists as well. So that's our idealistic group. Again, that's types 1, 4, and 7. And then that moves us on to our pragmatists, types 3, 6, and 9. Pragmatists are seeking their place in the world. They prefer to fulfill that role. So how do we blend in and thrive with others? Pragmatist is defined as a person who is guided more by practical considerations than by ideals. So I take this as... Kind of like, tell me what my job is and I will do it. I will fill the role assigned to me. Dr. Bill Schaefer titled these the Earth Triad, meaning they govern our society's basic existence by forming hands-on attachments in the world. Essentially, they are our anchors. Three is attached to what keeps them receiving recognition. Six is to what keeps them stable. Nines to what keeps them comfortable. Their work is in allowing themselves to feel uncomfortable, um, feeling kind of non-attachment, embracing the act of non-attachment. Today's podcast is brought to you by Ana Luisa. It's the new year and I want to reinvent my style. That's why I went to Ana Luisa Jewelry. Ana Luisa is made for you and the planet in mind. They are 100% carbon and water neutral, but also really pretty if you ask me. Their versatile designs are perfect to mix and match and wear every day. So you can layer your necklaces together Anna Luisa, that's A N A L U I S A, has timeless jewelry for any occasion. A cute ring to show off at the grocery store when you pay for your groceries. A dainty bracelet for when you pick up an iced coffee, and luxurious necklaces that make your friends think she made a lot of money with a necklace like that. But the best part is Anna Luisa jewelry starts at thirty nine dollars. The prices are incredible. With our code, you can get 40% off your order at shop.analuisa.com. At Anna Luisa, that's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, their pieces are the perfect gift for anybody on your list. A friend, a partner, a sister-in-law, a daughter to spoil, Plus, the gift guide on their website, along with their bestsellers page, are great destinations to browse their most gifted options. So while you're getting yourself a new necklace, throw one in for your sister, because why not? You're getting 40% off anyway. How could I forget? New jewelry collections are released every single Friday. So get yourself and your loved one the perfect gift with up to 40% off. Check out Ana Luisa, shop.analuisa.com slash egram. I know that you're going to love them. I've worn my jewelry from them every single day since I got here. Thank you, Ana Luisa, for supporting the podcast. Finally, the relationists. Those are types two, five, and eight. These types are focused on where they stand with others. So they're each in relationship to how they resist rejection. They each find ways to be impactful to others and necessary. Twos move toward people through offering help and concern. Fives move away from people, offering reason and perspective. And eights move against people, becoming assertive, what they believe is needed in a given moment. They each find themselves needed by others, so twos for caregiving, fives for logical advice, and eights for protection. Each of these types will need to wrestle with who they are if they are rejected, and if they are not needed in their unique way. The fascinating thing about the triads and the Enneagram is that they can show us why we may have things in common with other types. Again, why we feel a strange connection to a type that seems so different from our own how we may see types like seven and four as polar opposites. But when you get into it, they both hold on their own idealistic version of the world, which brings them a camaraderie with kind of that sense of frustration. We're going to do a deep dive um, into each of these in the coming weeks as I do a series on each of the three groups. So stay tuned each Thursday for that. And in the meantime, let's talk about it on Instagram at Sarah Jane Case. Tell me, have you heard of the Harmony Groups before? Does yours make sense to you? What do you think? And if you have questions about the Harmony Groups, the phone number you can call or text is in the show notes. Go ahead, grab her up, send your questions my way, and I'll try and answer them next Wednesday. As always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I will see you tomorrow for the next episode.